لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين صلى الله على سيدنا ونبينا القاسم المصطفى محمد الطيبين الطاهرين لا سيما بقية الله العظيم اللهم أخرجني من ظلمات الوهم وأكرمني من نور الفهم اللهم افتح علينا أبواب رحمتك وانشر علينا خزائن علمك برحمتك يا رحمة الرحيم Alhamdulillah we are able to continue our discussions on divine justice based on Ayatollah Mutahari's book and today we are talking about death so this is section 6 of the book or chapter 6 he says one of the thoughts and ideas that have, have always been troubling some people is thinking about death and this life coming to an end. For some people this has been a very worrying question, why we have come to this world and why we are going to die. <coughs> so, first of all, why we are born? And second, now that we are born, why we are dying? And some people have thought this is not reasonable, this is absurd. Ayatollah Mutahari says some philosophers have become pessimistic because of the issue of death. And they think there is no wisdom in our existence in this world, in our short life. And some of them think that maybe it's better if they themselves voluntarily put an end to their life, they commit suicide because they don't understand what's the point in this life. There is a poem by Khayyam in which he says that Gar Amadanam Bechod Bodhi Namadami Gar Amadanam Bechod Bodhi Namadami If coming here was up to me I would not have come Okay? No one asked me, do you want to go or not? <laughs> so, Varniz Shodanem, Varniz Shodan, Beman Bodhi, Kei Shodan. Also, going from here also is not up to me. If it was up to me, I would have not gone. Beh Zaan Nabodhi, Kandarin Deir Kharab. Na Amadami, Na Shodami, Na Bodami. It was nothing better than in this destroyed. There means like monastery. I would have not come, I would not have also left, and I would not have been here. Or, for example, it says, 
چون حاصل آدمی در این شورستان جز خوردن قصه نیست تا کندن جان شورستان is a land which is salty so you cannot grow anything okay in a salty land you cannot grow anything so he says the outcome of life in this land which is not fertile is nothing except <coughs> just to suffer and feel you know sad talk and till you are dying you are always suffering Lucky is the one, fortunate is the one who goes from this dunya sooner. Vasude, 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 Kasi Kehod Nayomat Bejahan. Better than that is the one who has not come to this world. So these are poems that show pessimism. If you read these poems, after some time, you will become very depressed. <laughs> and you see why I am in this world. So, some people have been really puzzled by the question of death. Ayatollah Mutahari says that actually the worry and fear about death is something that you don't find it in animals. You know, animals share with us their interest in life. Any animal, even plants, they struggle for continuing their life. <coughs> yeah, they try to face challenges that threaten their lives. But Thinking about future is not in animals. Animals don't have desire for eternity. Therefore, they don't worry about death. The next time you meet an animal, you can ask him this question. <laughs> and they will tell you, we don't worry about death. We try to remain alive Okay, so for example, if we're getting food, water, you know, we have to struggle, we have to fight, we do. But they don't have desire for eternal life. Therefore, they don't have worry about death. Human beings, in their fitrah, they have desire for eternity. For us, it's very important to be here forever. Even in the story of Adam and Eve, you know, we have this, you know, saying of Shaitan to Adam alayhi salam, Hal adullukum ala shajaratil khuld wa mulkin layab. Is adullukum or adulluka? Maybe adulluka. Shall I guide you to a tree which is the tree of khuld? eternity 
So he didn't say this is just a tasty, you know, fruit. He said this is the truth, uh, the uh, tree that if you eat the fruit, you will have eternal life. A kingdom that would never perish. So, this shows that he knew that Adam, السلام, as a human being, has deep desire for eternity. So, even if you are put in Jannah, as long as you are not sure whether you are going to be there forever, you would suffer. This is why Allah says, for example, When people go to heaven, inshallah, on the day of judgment, one of the things is, you can be here forever. Because even in Jannah, if you are there for a temporary period of time, or you don't know. Even you say, maybe I'm here for some time, maybe forever. Yeah, so if you are told that this is temporary or if you are put in doubt, then you don't enjoy. You always want to be there forever. So he says the reason for human beings worrying about death is this desire that they have for eternity, to be there forever. Human beings don't want to disappear, don't want to cease to exist, okay? Then he says, maybe we can actually here make an argument. Anything which is there in nature, for example, like human nature, there must be a reason for it. There must be a way to respond to it, to satisfy it. For example, if we become thirsty, there must be something outside that quench our thirst. That is water. If you become hungry, there must be food. If there is desire for eternity, it means that there must be eternal life available to us. Otherwise, creation would not be making sense. So, he says, we can say that any desire, any potentiality in human beings <coughs> must be coming with an ability, a possibility of meeting that, satisfying that desire making that potentiality actual. He mentions a poem which is interesting about the difference between elephant and donkey. You know, elephants are known in Farsi literature for coming from India. Of course, we have elephants also in Africa, but uh, maybe at that time it was not common to travel there. So elephant was something that they knew it's in India. So pardon? So Molavi says when an elephant sleeps in its dream dreams of Hindustan. 
Hindustan means India. But no donkey ever dreams of India. He says, Khar heech Hindustan No donkey ever dreams of India. خرز هندوستان نکرده است اغتراب because no elephant is now sorry no donkey has left India so that now has you know felt homesick yeah so it's very deep uh, you know point he says ذکر هندوستان کند پیل از طلب پیل means feel, feel is Farsi. Yeah, in Arabic there is no prayer, so they feel. Zekre Hindustan kunad peel as talab. Elephant remembers all the time its origin. Yeah, he says, I belong to another world. Pas musavar gardadan zekrash beshab. Then in the night when the elephant goes to sleep, that ideas become formal, becomes like a dream. Musavvar gerdat. It takes form and has a dream. So, this shows that whenever you have something missing in your life, Especially something that you had connection with in the past or in your fitrah, then you would always yearn for it. We have desire for eternity, therefore we always want to be here forever. And we dream of eternity, we try to find secrets for, you know, eternal life, you know. Many attempts have been there to find what is the secret of life, how can we continue our life. But the reality is that you cannot have eternity in this world. The desire for eternity is there, but it can be satisfied in the hereafter. Okay? So this is why in mystical literature you find that human beings in this world are not very happy unless they have connection with Allah and the hereafter. Uh, the very first poem that Molavi says in Mathnavi is listen to the read. Yeah? So, we are like the elephant which has brought far from its place. Or like parrot, that parrot from India. There's another story in Masnavi about the parrot. So, nay also, the reed says the reason when you play it makes noise is because it's complaining about being away from its origin. So we human beings are not happy because we are 
now away from our origin. And unless we go back to our origin, we never become again happy. Yes? Between these two, it's very difficult to be happy you, unless you are remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, as long as you are not connected to Allah, you would not be happy because there are desires in us, very deep, very strong, that that desires are not for this dunya. You cannot satisfy them here. You think with money, with power, you can satisfy them, but you cannot. Okay? He says, death is relative. This is also very important. He says, those people who have very negative view about death, they think death is absolute destruction or absolute non-existence. You die and finish. But we say death is end of one stage and beginning of another stage. For example, when wood becomes a plant or soil becomes a plant, that soil has died. There is no longer soil. But now we have the plant. Mm -hmm. So it's not that there is absolute death. death. It's death of something and life of something else. Okay? So it's like sun setting somewhere but rising in another place. And sometimes something small stops and something bigger starts. So there is no absolute death or absolute <coughs> destruction. <coughs> then again, he has a beautiful poem here. He says, this famous poem in Farsi, As jamadi murdamu nami shodam. You know, we have non-living being, which is Jamad. Jamad means non-living. Then we have living beings, which is Jasmanami. They have no move. No move means growth. Then we have animals. So animals are higher than living beings, Jasmanami, and higher than Jamad. As Jamadi Murdamo. I was, for example, a piece of soil, which was non-living being, then I became living being. Then I died from being a living being and became, so for example, died from being a plant or something which has vegetative life and became an animal. Mordam az heivaniyo adam shodam. Then, being animal finished, I became a human being. Pas chetar sam, keize mordan kam shodam. Why I should have worry? 
When was the time that by dying I became less? I always became better. Then he says, Jumle digar bemiram az bashar. Now I want to die from being a human being. Tabararam az malaik balupar. So that I can go even higher than angels. Vaz malak ham bayadam justan zju. Kullu shay'in halikun illa wajhat. I have to go even higher than angels and just get close to Allah because anything other than his face would perish. So, we should not think that death is becoming less or becoming totally nothing. Yes. How Mullah Sadra's Hakata Jahri is related to this poem because he's talking about the same thing. Exactly. So, it's the same thing going through substantial motion, taking different forms. Yes. Does he here sort of mention reincarnation in some ways? Like I was a plant and then an animal and then a human. No. What does he? What is? What is exactly he saying? No. This is. These are different stages of development. So first, you are nafsa nabati, then you are nafsa hewani, then you become human being. So even an embryo, at the beginning, is not a human being. At the beginning, it's just a, like a vegetable, as a vegetative life. Then has animal life, then is a human being. But I mean, like for example, between the stages between the embryo and the birth and all that, I mean, between these, that, for example, yeah. So end of one stage is the beginning of the next stage. That is death for the previous one. Yes. So it's death for the previous one. Life for the new one, birth for the next one. So we are going through different stages, but each stage for the one which is in that stage looks at the only thing. You don't think there is something greater. Inshallah, now we talk about a baby, the embryo in the womb of mother. Yes. This one, now it's Jism, Jisminami, Taiwan, Taiwan, and Africa. These are the four stages. Is there any stage before that, like Johar? Jesp is a Johar. Jesp Johar itself. Yes, so we have five types of Johar. One is Jesp. Uh, uh, in, in my book, Shaz Nicholson wrote this poem, right? Pardon? Nicholson did write this poem. In my book, the Divine Justice, Shaz Nicholson wrote this poem. Mm. So who is the one who wrote it? No, no, this is Mawla. Nicholson is the, the one who... <coughs> who has English translation. <coughs> yeah. So, he says, our transition from this world to the next world is somehow, not exactly, somehow similar to our transition from womb of mother to this world. Okay? Of course, not 100%. And... Something very beautiful, he says. He says, an embryo, at the same time that is living in that condition, is developing organs that are not to be used there. 
Yeah. For example, your livers, your lungs, your eyes, your ears, your tongue, mouth, throat, all are developing. But you are not using them there. If someone doesn't know what is going to happen, say, this is, uh, you know, Abbas, created in Wayne. Why you are making something that I'm not using? Not knowing that you are being prepared for a higher state. These are preparations for moving to a higher stage. When you are in that stage, these things don't make sense. Okay? But when you are born, you will start using them. So, similar to this, when we are in this dunya, we have desires, ideas, that we cannot fully explain them in dunya. And if someone can show us what is going to happen afterwards, we understand. Otherwise, it wouldn't make sense. This is why in the Quran, denial of resurrection is considered as thinking that our life in this world is absurd. So, creating you in vain is a result of not returning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, this is Surah Mu'minun, verse 115. So, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created us desires that these desires would be satisfied not in this life or at least not with staying at the level of the physical life maybe even in this dunya you can start your akhirah yeah one of the beauties of this dunya is that even before dying you can die it's like an imperial that can be born before birth if you can imagine. This is not possible. Yeah? An embryo cannot be born before birth. But for us, it's possible to be born before death. We can have rebirth even in dunya. Mutu qabla an tamut. So, Mazra'a means you benefit from it. So, he has a title actually here. Dunya is the school is a training place for akhirah, madrasa. It's a dunya madrasa insan. It's a place that human beings can train themselves. He says, in dunya you learn and train and prepare yourself for another life. You know the famous story he mentions from Nahjul Balagh. A person was blaming dunya. He had not uh, understood properly, you know, what is dunya and what is blamed. He was blaming dunya altogether. <coughs> and Amir al-Mu'mini said, Ayyuhad dhammu dunya al-maghroor bi-ghroor. 
or the one who blames dunya, but he's himself deceived by dunya. Dunya is not a bad thing as such. It depends on your approach. Mm -hmm. If you look at dunya with honesty, dunya is a very good and honest place. Dunya is is a place for tajara, for trade of the friends of Allah. Dunya is very, very good place. If you are honest, if you use it properly. But if you take dunya as your ideal, you will be deceived. You are deceiving yourself, not dunya. Okay? In when Amir al-Mu'mineen describes the qualities of Mu'mineen, he says that Mu'mineens, even though they are in this world, their spirit wants to go away from yes. this world. So they can see the world, then what is the meaning of that sentence? Then why they are eager to die? لَوْلَا الْآجَالُ الَّتِي كَتَبَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِمْ لَمْ تَسْتَقِرَّ أَرْوَاحُهُمْ فِي أَجْسَادِهِمْ تَرْفَةَ عَيْنِ شَوْقًا إِلَى الثَّوَابِ وَخَوْفًا مِنَ الْإِقَابِ So, there's so much eagerness for thawab and worry about punishment. Attar, Sheikh Fariduddin Attar, one of the Sufi poets, who is very well known for his book, Tazkiratul Awliya, which is the biographies of the mystics. And he has made a kind of narration of this saying of Amir al-Mu'min. Although some people may think he's a Sunni and not Shia, but he has great respect, you know, because Sufis, even if they are not Shia, they have great respect for Ahlul Bayt. He says, An yaki dar pish shir dad gar. Zam dunya kard besyari magar. Someone next to a just lion. Who is shir dad gar? Imam Ali. So he says, someone next to a just lion complained a lot about dunya, dhamme dunya kar, blame dunya a lot. Heydarash gufta, ke dunya nist bad. Amir al-Mumni said, dunya is not bad. Bad tui. Zira ke duri as khirat. You are bad because you are away from wisdom. You don't understand. Has dunya bar misale kesht zar. Dunya is a farm. Kesht zar means farm. Ham shabu ruz bayad kesht okar. Day and night you have to plant and farm. Even you shouldn't be lazy because you say, you know, dunya is not important, I want to be lazy. No. You have to take dunya seriously. You have to work hard. Every moment you should produce something. Zanke, Ezzo, Dowlate Din, Sar Besar. It's very beautiful. Zanke, why we should work all the time in this farm? Because honor and Dowlat, Dowlat means 
governance, but it means power and you know success. If you want honor and success of your faith, your din, jumla as dunya taban board a pesar, osam. You can have the honor and success of your faith in dunya. Otherwise, where you want to get success, where you can make a progress, there is no other life. So for dunya also you have to work, for akhirah you have to work in dunya. Is it clear? Zanke ezzo doulate din sar means completely. Sar means completely. Jumla as dunya tavan board. All of them can be taken from dunya a pesar. Osam. What the, you plant today, the seed that you put today, tomorrow will grow and give fruits. But if you don't plant, if you don't plant, the result is only regret. So if if you don't plant anything, mm -hmm. the only fruit is regret. Garze dunya barnakhahi bord to zendegi nadide khahi mord to. If you don't take fruit from dunya, without living you will die. دائمان در قصه خواهی ماند باز. If you don't take from dunya, you will always remain in grief and sorrow. کار سخت و مرد سست و راه دراز. کار سخت. This work is difficult. مرد. This person is سست. Is weak. راه the journey is long, draws. So, dunya is not something which is not good or something which is not important. Dunya is extremely important and you have to benefit from it and not blame it or complain about it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, الَّذِي خَلَقَ الْمَوْتَ وَالْحَيَاةَ لِيَبْلُوَكُمْ أَيُّكُمْ First of all, look, it says خلق الموت. So, moat is created. Moat is not nothing. Because moat is a stage, a transition. So, life is created, moat is also created. So that Allah would test you which of you are better in actions. Then he makes a point, maybe if you read, uh, if you read it quickly, don't get this point. There's a paragraph here, there's a very beautiful important point about what is the test when Allah tests us, examines us. Okay? He says his tests are not only to exhibit our potentials and you know what we have done, our achievements. <coughs> His test is not just to expose <coughs> our potentials and achievements. His test 
are letting us to gain those achievements. You understand? So, so this life is not just to expose something which was already there. You are exposing what you are gaining. Like for example, we say we have made a school to test who learns better. But it's not just to know who learns better. Actually here you can learn. Is it clear? So it is in dunya that you can gain and then you are tested. So if we didn't have this opportunity to gain, then the test also was not meaning making any sense. Is it clear? Excuse me, sorry. Yes. In this verse, um, why is uh, mouth mentioned first? Allah created death and life. Because first we start with death. We were dead in the sense of not having human life. So we were dead in the sense that we didn't have this life. We are given this life, then this life is going to be taken away. So maybe the reason is that life is preceded by death and also followed by death. is end of one stage and beginning of another stage. So death and birth are two sides of the same coin. If you look at from this side, you say death. If you look at from the other side, it's birth. Mm. So only absolute death is Adamic. Yes. Mm. And human beings have no absolute death. Mm. When we are born, when we are human being, of course, it's not birth, because when the spirit is created, you are already a human being. When you are a human being, you will never then totally stop existing. Yeah? You are created for eternity. So every human being, as soon as is created, becomes eternal. Rawhaniyatul Baqa. Yes. When we read this in the Quran, Al Mal wal Banun Fitna. So that means in, yeah, in this world, first we have to uh, have these Mal and Banun. We have to gain these things and that we will be tested. Is that Even the when they are not given to you, it's a test. How is that? So sometimes by not having children, you are tested. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes by having no money, you are tested. So money is a test whether you have it or don't have it. <laughs> yes. I think also this is in the mode of, uh, in, in, uh, in Israel, like Buddha says, uh, it is a death, which is the meaning of life. Which says what? It says uh, that life is after death. Life is after this, is correct. Yeah. 
I don't know which ayah you are referring yeah. to, but definitely after death there is life. Okay, so he says the root of the objections that you know we said some people have you know like some philosophers you know about why we are created, why we are dying. So he said the root is that they have not really understood the meaning of life, the meaning of dunya, and the nature of death. If death was understood properly, they would not have made this, you know, argument that creation of human beings is, you know, absurd. They haven't understood death. And then, because they have also not understood the significance of life, those misunderstandings have confused them and therefore they make another false argument or claim that if we are not going to be here forever, it's better not to be here at all. He says this is the second mistake. Who said that if something good cannot remain, then it's better not to have it altogether. For example, if you go to a place for holidays and you know you cannot be there forever then you don't go there or if you go to a good restaurant you know that you cannot be there forever you don't go to that restaurant or you know meeting some ulama you know you go and you know meet them you go for ziyaras so who said anything good just because cannot be continued it's better not to have it at all Actually, it's opposite. If it is good, as more as you can, you should benefit. If it's for longer, better. Not at least for a short period of time. So sometimes people are not able to clarify some issues. Then they, you know, become confused and they cannot appreciate lots of good things which are there. I think the ayat was in the dunya yeah. So it means the hereafter is full of life. In dunya, we don't have full-fledged life. Yes, here there's restriction. Like in burial. So, he says... Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created us in the way that we have desire, we have deep interest in eternity and because of that Allah has also given us potentials for having that eternity. But those who don't understand that, they cannot make sense of this desire for eternity and they say this desire is not possible to be satisfied. So they become depressed and you know then they think it's better not to have dunya at all. But if you know that dunya is like a school, a place for training yourself, a place for becoming better, then you would not complain. He says, no one can say that because a child cannot remain in a school forever, so it's better not to send them to school. Yeah? Someone 
made a beautiful poem in response to Khayyam. Khayyam, you know, Khayyam is a person that sometimes makes poems that are showing a kind of atheism, a kind of not understanding, you know, wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But maybe it was just a poem. Anyway, in one poem which is attributed to him, he says, Tarkibe piyalei ke darham peyvast Bishkastan an rava nemi darad mast If you manage to make a cup, suppose you have clay, you make a cup from clay for drinking wine. He says even a drunk person would not break the cup that he has made. So if he has made a cup from the clay, even a drunk person must, means drunk person, would not break it. When this combination took form, breaking it, even a drunk would not find it nice, you know, to break it. چندین قد سرو نازنین و سر و دست ز بحر چه ساخت و ز برای چه شکست But why God makes so beautiful things and he like beautiful human beings and then he destroys them So this was his question Then the teacher of خاج نصیر الدین توسی or the teacher of his teacher called Baba Afzal Kashani. Baba Afzal made a beautiful poem in response to him. Okay? So you understood the first poem? He says, when you make something, you shouldn't destroy it. Even a drunk person would not destroy a cup that he has made. A cup is simple, but still you don't destroy it. He said very beautiful poem. Tagoharajan در صدف تن پیوست از آب حیات صورت آدم است. He makes the uh, comparison with pearl being formed inside a shell. You know, this shell inside has pearl. He says, our body is like the shell and our ruh jan is the pearl inside the shell. Gohar chud tamam shud sadaf chun beshkast. We need that shell till that pearl is completed. And when it is completed, then we have to break the shell. After that pearl has become complete, Sadaf Chun Beshkast. Then he would destroy the shell. So we are not like cup. Yes, a cup, if you destroy, nothing remains. But we are not like that. There is something bigger inside us. The problem with Khayyam is he's not seeing something deeper inside us which remains. Yes, if we were just this physical body, we were finished. But 
there is something bigger which is being shaped and formed while we are in dunya, but then it can remain afterwards. Yes. Shaykhan, this reminded me of a, a recent research that's happening. A few, a few of the world's billionaires are researching how we could take the human soul out of the body and put it in robotic parts. And then at a later stage, we'll be able to not even need the robotic parts. So uh, it reminded me of, uh, of that. So, but that will happen automatically. They're just they're trying to find out how to do it, but it will happen to them. They don't know. But this might not be possible to be transferred to robots. Yes, but the ultimate aim is that we have the human without the body. Yes. We would live forever, not in body. So as we say in philosophy, human soul, first depends on body in its actions little by little then the soul is able to continue without <coughs> physical body so you are ready to function without using body this happens at the time of death but for some people separation from body is very painful because they are not fully ready for that. For some people, separation from body is very easy. Like when you have an apple tree, which is very ripe, to take it from tree is very easy. And sometimes it drops itself. But if it is not ripe, sometimes the whole branch will be broken. Because <laughs> yeah? not ready to depart. So this is the difference between different human beings. So we should think like this. There is a poem, also again beautiful. Ayatollah Mutahari is very familiar with literature, you know, so he brings good poems. He says, there was a conversation between Musa salam and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is very beautiful. Goft Musa, ey khodavandeh hesab, naqsh kardi, baz chun kardi kharab. Musa said, Oh Allah, you are the Lord of hesab. Means everything that you do has calculation and measure. How you make something, give a form, and then you destroy it. Why you build and then you destroy? Narumade nash kardi janfaza. One gahi viran koni anra. Shut up. You make pairs, male, female, from different animals, human beings. You make everything very nice and beautiful. Then you destroy. Goft hak. دانم که این پرسش تو را نیست از انکار و قفلت و از هوا الله said I know that you are asking not to deny or out of you know negligence or هوا your appetite, lower desires I know that your question is a good question not for objection or you know ورنه تعدیب و اطابت کردنی 
بحر این پرسش تو را آزور دمید otherwise I would have blamed you and would have you caused you pain لیک میخواهی که در افعال ما باز جویی حکمت و سر قضا I know that you want to understand the wisdom and the secret in our decision. It's beautiful. Of course, maybe he has developed this story. You know, it's not that exactly hadith, but but it's good that if it's for question, it's for the sake of trying to understand the wisdom of Allah. That's good. Ta azan waqifuni maramra. You want to understand so that you can educate people. You want to educate the people who are not very mature. Kham means Pas Very beautiful story. چون بپرسیدی بیا بشنو جواب او پرسن اف اینتلکت ناو دت یو اسک دی کوئسچن لیسن تو دی انسر موسیا تخمی بکار اندر زمین تا تو خود هم وادهی انصاف این سو دت یو گیو می فیر تریتمنت اند انڈرستاند ایت یو شود آلسو پلانت سمثینگ Sow some seeds on the floor, in the earth. Shon ke musi kisht o kishtash shod tamam khushahayash yaft khubi o nizam. After some time, these grew and become, for example, ears of wheat or whatever, became very nice, very beautiful, organized, wheat or barley. داس بگرفت و مر آنها را برید Then it was the time of harvesting It started cutting them Okay? To make for example flour and bread پس ندا از غیب در گوشش رسید Then a call came from غیب که چرا کشتی کنی و پروری چون کمالی یافت آن را می بری Musa, why you planted this? When they become very good, then you are cutting them. <coughs> you should not have cut them. Goft, ya Rab, zan konam viranu past ke dar inja dane hastu kar hast. He said, the reason I am cutting them is because these ears of wheat. There is real seed inside, and there is, as you know, peel or hay. So I want to remove the hay from the wheat. Dane, sorry, dane dal dar ambar gandum ham I cannot put wheat in the barn, which is for keeping the hay, and I cannot put the hay in the storage of the wheat. Nist hekmat in dura amikhtan. 
فرق واجب می کند در So he said, it's not wise I put them and keep them together. I have to separate them. Goft in danish zekeamukhti. Then Allah said to him, from whom you learned this? Nur in sham as koja afrukhti. The light of this candle. Where does it come from? Goft tamyizam todadi ey khoda. Said you made me able to decide and make distinction. <coughs> then Allah said, you know, after he said, "Goft tamiz am todadi ei khoda," goft pas tamiz chon nabvat mara. Then God said, "Then what you? Why you think that I don't know what to do?" <laughs> در خلایق روحای پاک هست روحای تیره گلناک هست people are also different some people are very pure and some people are dirty you know not clean این صدف ها نیست در یک مرتبه these shells are not the same inside some of them there is door Some of them is fake. We have to remove the shell to see whether it's real pearl or it's fake. واجب از اظهار این نیک و تبا همچنان که اظهار گندم ها زکا In the same way that you separate wheat from the hay, we should separate real pearl from fake. Good people From bad people. So that is the reason for death and going to another stage. Okay, so inshallah we continue this discussion uh, next week. Next session, inshallah.